0: This is the first of our Right Plate podcasts. Yesterday, you met our health coach, Rolf Gates. Now, he started our Right Mindset podcast series with the first basic skill. That's three breaths. Now, the purpose of the three breaths is to settle the mind, settle into the present moment. Without distractions, our experiences become more vivid, our awareness heightened, choices become better. And now today, we're going to explore the first basic skill of the right plate perspective. Now, that's going to be using a meal plan to guide our change. And to kick it off, I have my dear friend, nutritionist colleague in MedChefs, Praveena Kumar. Praveena and I have worked at the same very busy hospital in Oakland, California for what, Praveena, three decades or so. <laughs>
1: All together, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> inter- <laughs> uh,
0: Now, you might have guessed maybe me three decades, but certainly not you. But yeah, combined, um, me, 20 years, you, what? 14. Wow, okay. And, and we've shared so many patients in common over the years. And, you know, during this time, we've had the pleasure, the, the honor of caring literally for thousands of patients. So, Praveena, you know the routine. Most people have a, a belief that they need to eat better but yeah, just don't get around to it. Right. And the problem is so often, uh, the next thing you know, they're in the intensive care unit and they're looking up at you and me, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, realizing, Oh my, uh, this has happened to me. You know, we just can't procrastinate. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: No. So, um, I know in the hospital, it's not an ideal situation to to start talking about nutrition. Tell us a little bit about your experience in that situation.
1: Yeah, so in a hospital, when the patient looks up and he sees us, like, "Oh my God, what has happened? What do I do?" Um, so they go through this whole process. I mean, it's a stressful situation to begin with, um, and you, we will usually get, unless there's, there's something very specific going on, we will get a call from the nurse or from the doctor, like, "Hey." this person needs some information on nutrition, but it's usually towards the end when they're like ready to go home. Mm. So by then you're like, okay, the patient, when you walk into a patient's room, they're like packing or the family's there. There's lots of stuff going on. They're like the nurse is there giving them their medications, like where to go for your next appointment. And then that's me. (laughs) There's me telling them, oh, by the way, you need to be on this cardiac diet or renal diet or whatever. And this is what your doctor recommended. And at that time, there's so much going on, the patient's confused and stressed out, and happy to go home. Yeah. They're not really paying attention to yeah. me.
0: Once, once again, we're missing an opportunity, right, <laughs> right to, exactly, to introduce yeah. proper nutrition. Mm-hmm. You would think right. in that setting where, where poor nutrition has been so critical right. in leading to that situation. Mm-hmm. And again, here, we're missing this opportunity.
1: Right.
0: So then fast forwarding, I see them in, in, in the office, mm-hmm. And you know, I gotta say, I, I'm so impressed with the wake-up call that they've experienced. Right. There's a there's a, a determination in their mm-hmm. eye, a tenacity to to make a change. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm passionate about this, but yet even I, I feel hampered in terms of what I can do in that setting to help people change. Right. Um, and this ultimately is the birth of the. Mm-hmm the concept of med chefs, but what is your experience in the office when you see, uh, the patients after leaving the hospital who need to change the way they eat?
1: So depending on if the patient gets referred to me or not, (laughs) um, and if they find a nutritionist, not just me, um, they come in and they're motivated. They're like, okay, I know this is what's happened. I was in the hospital or not necessarily in the hospital, but I got diagnosed with this. I have congestive heart failure or I have my doctor said I have to be on this diet or whatever, but they're confused at the same time. Like, okay, there's so much information out there. Where do I even begin? Like, what do I do with this? Like, where do I start? So they come in with lots of questions Mm -hmm. and the desire to learn, but very overwhelmed at the same time. Mm
0: -hmm. So again, like in my experience, Mm -hmm. they're motivated. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, what have you, seen uh, to be effective in this situation? What helps get them started, get them out of uh, this, this uh, mindset of confusion? Where do I begin? What, right. what, what gives them traction?
1: Um, for a lot of them, like guidance, like explaining to them what the changes they need to make and what's helpful, and then giving them a, some kind of a plan, like, okay, follow this Um, these are the things that are helpful for you that are beneficial for you these are the things you would want to stay away from and some sort of a guidance like if you follow these plans ideas and putting it together in some sort of like like as for instance like a meal plan giving them that and saying okay follow this for a while come back and then we can talk about it more and then we can make alterations for what you had difficulty with what yours easier but just giving them Uh, I would always like them to leave the office, like feeling like they have accomplished something. They have a plan to go on, to follow. So when they leave, yeah.
0: Yeah. In uh, the clinic, Mm -hmm. when you're one-on-one with a patient Mm -hmm. struggling uh, to make these changes, can you think of, um, you know, a a person, a story, an experience uh, a patient had with taking on this challenge that was really remarkable?
1: Yeah, actually, I have a few patients that are like, so I'm so proud of them. Um, but the one that like really stands out in my mind that I've talked um, to a few people about, um, this lady came in, she was overweight, she got diagnosed high, high blood pressure, like out of control. And she was struggling to lose weight and she had some other health issues. Um, but she came in and we started talking. She's like, I'm here because my doctor sent me and I want to make the change. But I've tried like all these diets and it doesn't hasn't worked. And. Um, So when I I usually go through and ask them, like, so what do they eat in a day, or in a week, or whatever, what their favorite breakfast and meals are? So this lady had like never eaten a vegetable in her life. Mm -hmm. I (laughs) I don't even know how that's possible, but (laughs) um, she had never eaten a vegetable in her life. I'm like, how you like fifty some years old? But she's like, yeah, growing up we didn't eat any of that stuff. Or if I did, it was like corn, some corn here and there, or some French fries. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: But she was very determined. I know. It's like. uh, um, I'm still wrapping my mind around that, but, um, but we talked about it and she was serious about it. So I gave her a list of things to include in her diet. Like, okay, do this, like try these things for breakfast mm. and try these things for lunch and dinner and healthier snack options. So I write it all down. I have a handout and I'll check off things for them. Um, she's like, okay, I'm going to try. And she's like, I'm not sure how well I'm going to do, but the next time she, so I see her back in a month. She's making green smoothies for breakfast. (laughs) She's buying berries on sale and she's so excited about it. She had lost like 10 pounds and then she wasn't eating her uh, standard like eggs and bacon and whatever and fried chicken for dinner and all those things. She started adding it. So she was like kale. She's making kale smoothies (laughs) with blueberries. She was adding chia seed to her like oatmeal and she was having stir fried vegetables for dinner. So in a salad. So that was like, I think, one of the most impressive. And then I saw her a month later. She was like my poster child for like somebody who had done like the most improvement. And she was feeling so great. And she was teaching her daughter how to eat better.
0: Yes, yes. So
1: that was like one of the most amazing. So that's
0: a great example for a couple of reasons. One, it's an example of how having a structure and a plan led Mm -hmm. to a really dramatic change. Right. Um, but secondly, we're gonna have later a podcast on this, but in terms of broadening one's horizon mm-hmm. of, of foods and right, diversity right. that we eat. Here's someone that had a very restricted diet yeah. right? <laughs> totally, not even yeah. a vegetable. <laughs> I know. But so did she think she didn't like the taste of vegetables? How hard uh, was it for her to make that Probably
1: thing? just the idea of like eating a vegetable was like not something that would even enter her mind. She's like who eats kale? Like <laughs> I don't like the taste of it. Yes. I think some people, when they eat it, they like it, but just because they haven't eaten it in the past, it just doesn't, it's not a part of their plan. It's a mindset. Isn't yeah, it? totally a, a mindset. Yeah, mindset. it's like, oh my God.
0: But, but then she, now
1: she's like, oh my God, blueberries taste so amazing. <laughs> once she
0: put her toe in the water, yeah. right? And and tried her exactly. first blueberry. Yeah. It's like, oh, yes, 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 yes. Wow. Good story.
1: Yeah, I wow. love, I, she's great.
0: You know, I, I think this is so important. And, so much so, we've identified this as the first basic skill right. of the right plate um, podcast. Mm-hmm. And that is the value of a meal plan. Mm-hmm. So, in your vast experience in working with patients, those that start, I- that embrace mm-hmm. a meal plan for guiding them, they, using that as the structure, the blueprint, their strategy mm-hmm. for change versus those that don't eat from a structured meal plan Mm -hmm. what can you tell me a little bit about how those two different groups do
1: I think well usually for the most part people who follow a meal plan and I don't write a very extensive one I give them like okay you can try this but I give them a list of like these are the things you can have for breakfast in the oh and I ask them like what they like to eat and like personalize Mm -hmm. it don't Mm -hmm. just say eat oatmeal every single day but then I give them that and then if they follow that they tend to when they come back they generally tend to do better then somebody's like okay I know but or they'll come back and like yeah I didn't follow that I tried to do it on my own but like I wasn't very successful I got tired or things got in the way life happened Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um when they when they follow the meal plan in my experience they tend to do better they have more success and more um um, ideas and more benefits from it.
0: Yeah. So you're saying following a meal plan is the Mm -hmm. best way to go. Uh, Yeah. Now I agree, but I have to be honest, you know, many patients have told me, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't like the the rigid nature, uh, of a structured meal plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, they don't want to follow a meal plan that tells them what to eat for breakfast, what to eat for lunch, what to eat for dinner. Mm. You know, what do you say to such objections?
1: Um, so usually I'll say, Well, since you were starting from scratch, follow a plan, have some guidance. um, And then once you learn how to have a better idea of you have an understanding of like, what a plate should look like, what are the things you should include in your diet, what you should stay away from, like starting with a structure and then building on that, Mm -hmm. like start just like with any new thing. It's difficult at first, right? You learn a musical instrument, you learn a new sport or something. It's Mm -hmm. difficult. it's hard at first. You're like, oh, I can't do this. This is too hard. But as you slowly work on towards that, then it becomes easier and easier.
0: Yeah. Wow. So that's it. You know, mm-hmm. this is what we're trying to reproduce right. with Met Chefs. That's, mm-hmm. This is the first basic skill. And um, having that structure, that mm-hmm. strategy, that vision mm-hmm. is is what really correlates with success, basically. Right, that's yes. what you're saying, yes? Right. So... Um, you know, another objection I hear is, yes, don't want to have a structured plan. Mm-hmm. And you've addressed that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it doesn't have to be all or none, 100% right, right. following the plan. Right. You can start with following breakfast or, or packing a lunch, uh, you know, packing um uh, maybe leftovers for lunch. Right, yeah. um, but another uh, ob- uh, objection I mm-hmm. hear is uh, around simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have objected that, oh, the meal plan requires me to, uh, it's too complicated. Right. Uh, how do you address that?
1: Well, um, as you mentioned, and we, we had been talking about it, like picking like a couple of breakfast, like work on that. It doesn't have to be, as you mentioned, 100% or nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so start with pick a few things that you like follow that then pick a few snacks that you like follow that and then as you go along you'll start to get an idea of how it works then you'll be able to prepare the whole thing for the week and then it's not so difficult so do the breakfast work on some snacks um don't get over it's overwhelming at first like oh my god you look at the whole week and mm-hmm. it's kind of overwhelming you like start slowly and mm-hmm. you build on that mm-hmm. build okay. The skills.
0: okay so what i'm hearing is If you want to create a new, healthy way of eating, Mm -hmm. you need to create new muscle memory, right? Mm -hmm. You need to be very disciplined, follow it as closely as possible. Mm -hmm. You know, and later we can talk about improvising, but for now you're a beginner, you have to stick with the plan. Okay. So basic skill number one in the right plate series is to get comfortable with eating from a meal plan. Now, in order to succeed in anything in life, you need structure, you need a plan, Mm -hmm. you need strategy then we need to practice, we need to create a Mm -hmm. habit. Now, as Rolf said yesterday, if you want to be good with anything you're doing, you must be present, you must be in the present moment. And that's why he started his mindset series with three breaths, Three, just taking three breaths will help promote getting into the present moment. And being in the present moment for the act of eating Uh, you're more mindful of what you're doing. Your choices will be better. Uh, not knowing what you're going to eat from meal to meal creates clutter in the mind, distraction. So the structure of a weekly meal plan has the potential of creating calm and of quieting the mind, which, you know, supports settling into the present moment. So find that inner, that inner stillness that Rolf speaks of, um, Praveena, any any closing remarks?
1: Yeah, I I think starting um, working on a meal plan, you already have the stress of like the new diagnosis, medications, your busy lifestyle. So I think a meal plan adds a little structure and easiness or simplicity because you don't have to think about that part of it, right? Mm -hmm. It's created for you. All you have to do is buy the groceries, make the meals Mm -hmm. and start there.
0: Perfect. Mm -hmm. So on that note, enjoy the journey tomorrow. Enjoy the right mindset podcast for now. Thank you for joining us. So long from Greg and Kravina. Bye-bye.